Happy Monday. Welcome to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Chris Meany. Thanks as always for taking the time to hang out. Riding solo here today. Got the two games on the NHL schedule. A game seven between the Montreal Canadiens and the Boston Bruins. Can you believe it? A seventh game between these two teams. Heck, we waited long enough for them to meet in the playoffs. So I think we deserve a game seven. And the last two have been uh, pretty intense. For both sides, yes, pretty intense. We'll get into that game in a little bit. Also, game two between the Boston Bruins and the New York Islanders. Boston up one game to nothing in their series, had their way in game one, a 5-2 victory. So going to break it all down here uh, with a few props, picks, and some DFS plays throughout and at the end of this show. So as we always say, please smash the like button. Uh, Just appreciate that if you can, as Pat always likes to say. And if you have a comment, a question, just leave it there in the YouTube section. I'll circle back before a puck drop. There's a couple guys that are questionable. I don't think they'll play, but even still, you may have a question. Uh, and prize picks as props and save props, shot props pop up throughout the day. If you have any questions there, please uh, don't be afraid to hit me up. If you are just new to prize picks, I mean, a lot happening today in the sports world, Memorial Day, and we got 14 games around the diamond in baseball, so you can mix and match across all the sports that you love. NBA playoffs happening as well. There's a couple guys that stand out to me over at prizepicks.com, but if you're just new, check out the link inside the description of this. This video, a 100% first deposit match of up to $100, $100 when you use that promo code here on the Mayo Media Network. Okay, let's get after it. Two guys here that stand out. It's David Pasternak and it's Patrice Bergeron. They've just been so consistent here in the postseason and the playoffs. Had Bergeron had the two assists there in game one. And for Pasternak coming off the hat trick, he's got five goals. He's got 60 shot attempts in six games, 36 shots on goal. He's cleared the over on his shot prop in every single game. He's got the nine shots, nine shot attempts and seven shots on goal in game one. Unbelievable. Uh, And for Bergeron, I mean, this is a guy who's right there, top five in shot attempts. And between them, they have 15 points and eight goals. So a lot of shot attempts. If you remember game one from Bergeron, he was quiet. It was a zero across the board. He didn't do anything. But ever since then, he's been lights out. I got it right here. 51 shot attempts and 29 shots on goal for Patrice Bergeron. And in that game, we'll get into this in a little bit more. But for prize picks, just to hammer this point home, that the volume is key here. If you're going to be, if they're going to be splitting with 15 shot attempts between them, that's a, that's a lot of fantasy points right there. And if they fall into an assist or they score goal, this line. We're going to hit the over on both of these guys. Five on five, this trio, the perfection line, and Brad Marchand included there. 23 shot attempts, six against, 17 shots on goal, three against, 16 to four, the scoring chances, four to two, the high danger chances. Mentioned, you know, the hat trick. So between them, they had the six points. Well, three of them with Marchand in there had the apple. So six points. I expect the Islanders to bounce back here a little bit, a little tighter, but the shot attempts are going to be there. They're just going to dominate, continue to dominate. I really do believe that way. Uh, So, Take the over on both of those guys, and if you see shot props at prizepicks.com for pasta, take the over three and a half. Even if it's at four, I would consider the over, and I'd go as high as three and a half for Bergeron as well. Check out prizepicks.com and use that promo code MMN. Okay, let's get after this. Habs and Leafs, my goodness. Toronto minus 200, five and a half. Montreal plus 176. I, I put together all these notes last night, and then I'm, I'm coming at you here on a on a Monday morning, uh, I got carried away last night. I just got sidetracked. So uh, sorry to come at you a little bit late sidebar there, but it was plus 180. And I think actually this number may continue to drop. I, I feel like if you, 
if you like Montreal, just go do it. This is probably the best number you're going to get. Again, ftmbets.com. Use a free parlay calculator. That could come down maybe to maybe to plus 172. When you hear news, maybe that Jake Guz, uh, Jake Jake Muzzin is is ruled out. I expect him. I don't expect him to play with a groin injury. Even still, uh, I'll be honest. I bet Toronto here the last two games. I've expected them to close out the series. Montreal has come out strong in the last two games. They've taken leads and they've given them up late. And Toronto's kind of taking momentum of the games and you know almost halfway through three quarters of the way through and it's really just been dominant showings from from Toronto but here we are two overtime games and into game seven you always ask yourself at least I always ask myself who's the better goalie and who who is anything can happen but it's it's you got to have the goaltending Jack Campbell's actually got the better save percentage than price I think both goalies have been phenomenal throughout this series but I do give the edge here to to carry price, but let's just kind of go through if in case you haven't watched on, on how these last two games have gone, especially just this last one here. So they had fans in the building in Montreal and they came out strong, really strong. And Jack Campbell was dominant. It really could have been about two, nothing, three, nothing Montreal after one, the shot attempts were 23, 15 in the first for the Canadians, 19 to nine in the second. So 42 to 24, the first two periods for Montreal, 20 to nine, the scoring chances and no score after two, after the Canadians got those those two quick goals in the power play, uh, you know, Mitch Marner flicks that over the glass, and we see another strange coaching challenge. I didn't think we'd see a second one. This one, not as bad, I don't think, but I didn't really think that there was anything there, and it puts the Canadians on a five-on-three, and Tyler Toffoli scores, and it's 2 nothing Right up until that moment, and the Canadians started to play defensive, and you can't tell me that they didn't start to play defensive because Cole Caulfield was great in that game. He's been great in this series. He was taken off the Suzuki into Foley line, and all of a sudden, a goal is scored. They put Amrita there. They start mixing up their lines, and then I noticed after it was 2-1, they put Caulfield back up on that Suzuki line, but the Leafs really took over from being down 2 nothing. They got the Jason Spezza goal, which went off Petrie sticking in, and then a Brody goal, which went off Petrie skating in, but they just dominated. If it wasn't for Carey Price, they would have, they would have closed that game out. It would have been a big collapse for Montreal over the last two periods and in overtime. 42-17 to 17 the shot attempts for the Leafs, 24-5 to 5 the shots, 21-4 to 4 the scoring chances, 8-1 to 1 the high danger chances. It looks even overall when you look at the four periods, basically. The attempts, 66-59, to 59, high danger, 14-7, to 7, scoring chances pretty even, 30-24. to 24. The shots for 39-23 to 23 on 5-5. Five and five. So in, hever, in, in favor of the Leafs, but when you watch... Montreal does still hang around with them at 5-on-5 five five for the most part. But when the Leafs get chances, they are high-danger chances. They are quality scoring chances. The high-danger chances were even in the first two periods. Uh, and I expect Toronto's big boys to show up. I expected them to show up here over the past couple of games. They need to show up. I mean, we can talk after if the Leafs are out about cursed. I'm hearing all that. We can talk about all the nonsense of 30-plus experts picking the Leafs and only one picking seven or people picking sweeps. Toronto giving away that series. Matthews and Marner not producing. This is it. This is why they get paid the big bucks. This is game seven. Carey Price has earned his $10-plus million contract. Matthews is getting the chances. I'm hearing people talk about how he doesn't look healthy. And fine, we could say that he doesn't look healthy because he's not scoring and he scored all year, but the playoffs are different. He is getting quality scoring chances. Some of them you'd see him bury. It's not happening. All that can be erased with a good game from him and Mitch Marner. And that's what I expect tonight from those two guys. Marner doesn't have a goal in the series. He had a bad game six. 
Matthews only has the one goal in the series. They're back home here now. Uh, good news for them and for the healthcare workers in Toronto. That's nice to see. They're going to have about 500 healthcare workers in there. Maybe gives them a little bit of a boost. I don't think they need that, but it certainly helped for Montreal to have a few fans in the building. Don't say it didn't. They came out hot and the Leafs settled in and looked good. I think overall Toronto is the better team here. I think Jack Campbell has been good enough. He's been solid at certain points. I think Price has been strong. I see a low-scoring game here. I do. I see, I see a battle. I don't see the Habs blowing out the Leafs. If you really do feel strong about Toronto, I would have a lean to Toronto in the over. But I think Montreal here, a puck, puck line, you can get that at minus 154. I think that's an okay price, 3-2 final, something like that, 2-1 if it is tight. But I think we'll see something here from the big boys in Toronto. But there are some concerns in the back end. Riley's going to get a lot of ice time. Brody's going to get a lot of ice time. Is Sandine going to be in the, in the lineup? He struggled in game five. I thought Dermott played pretty good. And, you know, the turnover, that stuff happens in overtime. It's in the back of your net. But I think the big boys show up for Toronto tonight. I really do. It's been a long time since they've won round one. Uh, I think they do. Uh, but, my goodness, if they don't, it's going to be an interesting summer in Toronto. Let's say it. We'll put it that way. Uh, I've been hammering the Leafs, so I don't know if you want to fade me. I'm going to hammer them again here tonight. I don't like the money line, minus 200. I'll probably put it in a parlay here with the Bruins and the and the, the under in this Leafs game to make it worth my while. But, yeah, I, I think Habs also puck line may be the play at minus 154, uh, a better play. But I think the Leafs ultimately win this game. I really do. I think they get it done. Uh, price save prop, if you can find that. I think he's going to see a lot of rubber tonight. I would take the over on anything from 32 and a half. I think he sees some shots, especially early on. I expect Toronto to really come out here. Uh, to Foley and Suzuki for the Hab side of things, but why would you go away from Austin Matthews? Just so many shot attempts, 57 shot attempts and 32 shots on goal. He's hitting everyone but one. He's going to have the shot attempts, going to have the shots. The big thing here is he's just getting so much ice time. Like Matthews and, and Marner are going to get a lot of ice time. Jake Evans played 23 minutes in his return to the lineup. 23 minutes for that guy. It's because he was playing with Deneau and Gallagher and trying to match up against Matthews. So uh, a, a, at least 23 minutes, you got to think, for Marner and Matthews here this evening, especially if they get down early. I think that's the key for Toronto uh, to get going. And if Montreal does get a hot start again, maybe you can hammer that money line. You get a bit of a bit of a better value there. But as soon as the Leafs go up one, that's going to jump to minus 300 and you'll be in trouble. I think the Leafs and the under is the play overall. Um, that's it. That's all I really have to add. I don't think I have anything else from a shot prop standpoint. Riley is interesting. You look at the, just the shot attempt leaders for the past couple games. Riley's been right there, so I don't mind him two and a half. But why wouldn't you? Again, it's just Matthews. Matthews is going to be in all my parlays. I'll, I'll kind of regroup here at the end. Let's move on from that game. The Islanders and the Bruins, minus 188 Boston. The total here is five. The Islanders plus 170. As I said off the top, I like Boston. I don't think I have too much more to add here. I love that top line. I think they're going to have a strong game again. Overall, five and five numbers. Uh, the total here is five. Like, I think I said that, but over. I'm going with the over. As Cam said on the show, over. I, I think Sorokin bounces back here a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised to see Varlamov here in this series, but I think over. Let's, let's do it. Uh, maybe we get an empty net. Maybe it's 3-2. We get an empty net there. We get that over. Uh, but the shot attempts, 5-5, five and five, heavily, everything in favor of Boston. Crazy. Like, it's it wasn't even close. Scoring chances, 35-11. to 11. His shots, 35-17. 
Uh, 28 more attempts for the Bruins and 12 to 2, the high danger chances, the goals 3 to 1. It was that top line I mentioned Bergeron, 10 shot attempts, 8 shots on goal, Pasta, 9 shot attempts, 7 shots on goal. And then Taylor Hall was good as well, 8 shot attempts, 5 shots on goal. I like all those guys for shot props here again tonight. The Islanders' best line was John Gabriel Pajot, Zajac, and Palmieri. They had the most chances. I thought the ba Bailey, Beauvillier, and Nelson line struggled. 8 to 17 against the shot attempt, 17 against just 8 4, 6 to 13. They were outshot. They allowed the two goals at 5 and 5. Uh, they gave up 16 scoring chances, only created five, and gave up six high danger chances and only had one themselves. I mentioned the Bergeron line off the top, but 23 shot attempts and just six against and the scoring chances 16 to 4 17 to 3 of the shots uh, and they doubled them in high danger chances the, the opposing line when they are on the ice I need to see more from Barzell I'm not seeing anything from him like as good of a skater as he is and he gets the puck in open space I, I always it, it bought I can't get over when he has games with zero shots or one shot attempt like he needs to be a little bit more selfish take matters into his own hands he needs to be good in this series you can only ask John Gabriel Pajot so much like if he's going to have the role of shutting down the other line and Brock and you know Brock Nelson can't go up clearly I don't think that's a good matchup for Barry Trotz against Berger on that line I think he's probably got to mix and match and we get John Gabriel Pajot out there a little bit I don't know, man. The Islanders may need to mix things up offensively with their lines to get Barzell going. I don't think Komarov's uh, the answer on his wing. So I don't have anything else to add. I like the Bruins, and I like the over here. Uh, I mentioned Pasternak, Bergeron, Hall, shot props. If you can get McAvoy at one and a half, that's, that's kind of it. That's This is what I'm thinking here for DFS. I... I Two guys you can make it work here with Matthews and Pasternak in your, your DK lineup. And then Riley and Brody. I know it's two Leafs here, but Riley at 5-2 is almost a must in my opinion here. He played 34 minutes in the last game, 28 in game five. I don't think Muzzin's going to play. Maybe they, they shelter the you know a couple defense in Toronto, just like they did in Montreal. Gussipson and Kulak had six minutes. Petrie and Weber and... Sherratt, I mean, these guys were flirting with 40 minutes. Edmondson was like 30-something close to it. I think Weber had 37. But Riley at 5-2, that's just a really good price for him. And Brody at 3-5, I think that's strong as well. Uh, I would go Petrie over Weber 5-4, but Weber has gotten a lot of shot attempts. I think I'm just spending down on D. I'm fine with Brody and Riley. I think Letty is okay. Uh, that's that's it. I'm just kind of limiting my player pool here. I don't think Sandine and Gustafson are worth it. They could find a power play apple. That could happen. Sherrod at 3-9 is okay. He can fall into a few blocks. If he gets five blocks, and get double-digit points. I think that's fine. Uh, but I'm spending up on Matthews and Pasternak, and I'm going to have a couple different lines here. I think, you know, Matthews and Pasternak, that's what I'll build around. There's some value with Felino at center. You could go Krejci. Uh, DeBrusque, I don't know if Craig Smith's going to play. DeBrusque, 3-4, he had a strong start to the to the playoffs. And Spezza at 3-3, he's been really good for the Leafs in some second power play time. Uh, I'm going to have a lineup as well with Mar Matthews and Marner. Like those, that trio with Hyman to step up here. And then I'll have a lineup with Pasternak and with Bergeron and Marchand. But that's it. I'm not going in with any Islanders. I'm not interested in any Canadians here tonight. If you were playing multiple lineups, I would need more than three to roll with the Habs. And if you if the Habs line to roll with is Suzuki, Toffoli, and Caulfield, that's that's the trio. And then I would put – you don't even need to roll with the defenseman. I would just go with that three. Uh, but Suzuki shot prop, if you see that one and a half, I know DK is really juice for Suzuki. It's not really worth it. I think you could go him and Bergeron if, or Pasternak if you want. It's decent odds, but 
you know, we hit at FTN in game six, the plus money on Suzuki, two and a half. Toffoli's been shooting. He's got 12 shot attempts in his last two. He's very quiet. A goal will do wonders for a goal scorer. Uh, he played with a lot of confidence after that. He had seven shot attempts, and he's got 12 in his last two. So that's it. I think I've rambled long enough. Uh, good luck. Uh, enjoy game seven. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe what Maddie and Cam are going to be going through here tonight. Uh, as a Canadians fan, it's just uh, – it's just, hey, they made it this far. Let's see if they can pull off the upset and just create mayhem in uh, Toronto. Enjoy the hockey tonight. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers.